everyone, I'm Emma, a certified dog trainer. And I'm Kirsten, a certified dog behavior consultant. And this is Dog Chats. Join us as we chat about dog behavior, having fun with your dogs, and building relationships. We will offer practical advice and a bit of humor. Welcome to episode six, adding another pet to your home. Emma and I are really excited to talk to you today about bringing in a new dog or a new cat to your animal family and uh, just some thoughts we had about that because we're both living it right now. Yes, and and that's the main reason we decided (laughs) to do this because I've brought a new dog into my home and I already had a dog here. Uh Yeah, and I added two kittens because that made sense (laughs) to the house with four dogs and one older cat. So we thought it would be fun just to chat about um, what that looks like to us and what we've had to manage and the things that we've seen. So first of all, if you're thinking about getting another dog into your house, some of the things to think about, right? The age of your existing dog Mm -hmm. or your cat in that that case, uh, would they like a puppy coming into the house or would that be too much for them? And anytime we're thinking about adding another animal, it's always the dog or the cat that's already existing in the house. That resident dog should have some choice. Exactly. And it should fit their lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Um, That's what we're looking for. Yeah. You know, you mentioned age and the women who run legions of dogs, which is basically a company about adding um, another dog to your home. Talk about three years apart is what they see as a really nice spread. And it's interesting. I've been watching clients with multi-dog homes and I see what they mean because too close together, there can then be competition you know, if they reach sexual maturity at the same time or social maturity. But if there's a big spread and you have a puppy and you're bringing into a home with like, you know, I've got a client with a 14-year-old dog and a puppy, that's hard. It is tough on that older dog. I mean, like sometimes they're okay with it, but there's a lot of management that you have to put Mm -hmm. in place if you're bringing a puppy into a house with an older dog. Yeah. And we really want our older dogs when they get to that stage of their life is just to have a good Oh, absolutely. Like good times, not to have to go, oh my goodness, I have to deal with the puppy this morning. Right. We want their end of life to be awesome, right. awesome, awesome. Yeah, so true. So, but I thought that three-year spread was interesting. And I like that. Based on a study that I didn't look up, but I can. If, just email me if yeah. a listener wants to know. <laughs> there you go. And so um, I'll talk a little bit about um, Buddy, who is our new little buddy for yeah. our dog, Kiva. And I honestly don't know what the age difference is between them because the shelter has said four. That he's four. But his personality seems more like two. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, he's, he seems he's a late for the party. Got a, yeah, he's mm-hmm. got a little bit of puppy in him. Mm-hmm. So when we were thinking of getting a new dog, it was, and this is something that happens with everybody, you're looking for maybe another dog to keep your other dog company and... Um, yeah. We did think that, but it also had to be a good choice for us as well. Our lifestyles, are we home enough? Um, Do we have time for two dogs? Uh, Because it's a little bit more work, you know, once they settle in. Yeah. Some things are more work, and I find some things less work. And yes. the fact that they entertain each other. Right? Yes, that's yeah. the that's the big thing I've noticed is I feel less guilty mm-hmm. having to go out sometimes because they play with each right. other. Not sure if they play when I'm not here because a lot of dogs just go to sleep when, when yeah. the people aren't there. Uh, but they play with each other so much that it's really, really nice to see. Yeah. So that so that definitely can, that part can be. There are things that are harder though. I I notice when I, I haven't had just one dog since I was in my twenties. And then um, when I added a second dog, I'm not as likely to bring both dogs out somewhere. 
You know, I'm not going to take both dogs to a restaurant or both yes. dogs to a picnic. And maybe mm. that's okay. Maybe they're happy at home anyway. Um, but one thing I wish that I did better then that I do now is rotating. So, so you have to get three dogs. So there's two <laughs> at home. And then you can bring one to the picnic, right? Because if you bring one to the picnic, the other one's looking out the window. Um, but no, it's... Uh, it, it is that can be more work thinking about getting them out, getting them, yeah. you know, their mental and physical stimulation and just exercise. It's really interesting you said that because uh, previously I had two dogs and they used to do everything together. We never left one at home and brought one for a walk. We never ever did that. But with our new dog, I feel like I can do that. Mm-hmm. I still want um kiva the existing dog in the house i still want her to have that fun that she had before the other dog came on maybe hikes or just some off-leash stuff and i want him to have experiences on his own where he's separated from her where there's a little bit of bonding with us going on so there's there's nice things to to do to separate them like that but it is extra time like i go oh i gotta get up a little early today to make that happen yeah But on the other side, what I've seen is uh, Kiva can be a little reactive, great with dogs off leash, but on leash. um, She talks a bit. She's a little bit like, and if they have something to say, she'll have something to say back. Uh, And I find when I have him, Mm. she's a little bit more ready to take on the world. Oh, yes. It's contagious. Yes. I thought you were going to say the opposite. No, he's just like, oh, I don't know. That's um, but but she's like, hey, let's look for trouble. That's definitely the case in my house. Yes, you know, if yes. I have, if I'm walking just Charlie, he's like the little prince, like <laughs> looking at people. Hi, oh, there's a dog over there. And, but if I have one of his sisters, he's just like game on. Yeah, you know, don't look at me. Don't talk to me. That's my sister. Get away. Yeah. Exactly. So those are the things that you have to think about when you bring that extra dog in there. Yeah. What your lifestyle is going to look like? Like I love to go out for coffee and luckily enough both of them have lovely mat work and they both just lie down together now at this stage but it is a little extra yeah you have a little you have an extra an extra dog with you it's not as easy as just bringing one and you know popping your mat down and off you go um the size is interesting thing Mm -hmm. to think about too if you're getting another dog yes so you have sort of similar to me. I have a big dog and a small dog, which is the first time I've had a small dog. Yeah. So it's, a, it's different. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you know, for me, my biggest dog and smallest dog love each other and wrestle. Neve mm-hmm. and Mick wrestle, wrestle, wrestle. But I always have to have one eye on them because he's so big. There's that size differential. There are times where she squealed and they're just playing. And I look over and I realize, oh, he just he just kind of rolled on her. her. Yeah, stepped <laughs> on her. Yeah. Uh, and when I leave the house, those two have to be separate. And it breaks their heart, but I just can't yeah. trust because they don't know how to stop playing. And they're yeah. eight and nine. Isn't that funny? And that's and that's the way I feel about them too. I kind of, you know, it's early days. I just have Buddy just a few weeks now, um, but I use my crate a lot. Yeah. So that's another um, thing to think about too. Is there's a lot of management that happens when they come into the house at first. Oh yeah. And look at he's just sleeping. He's in the sleeping crate right nicely now. in his crate now, and it just it it just teaches him to take a little break from playing right. too. And sometimes I have him out, and you can hear him scratching himself now, probably <laughs> in the back. Um, sometimes I have them out and they relax together and then sometimes the play just goes on a little bit too much and she's Kiva my bigger dog is can get a little rougher so I have to kind of monitor that a little bit he's well able for her but but just because she just doesn't realize her size yeah uh, but they have a lot of fun and and tugging but management 
Um, let's go into that a little bit because yeah. once you've decided, yes, it's for you and that you're going to bring another dog in and you think your other dog is going to like you bringing another dog in yeah. or, or, or cat or cat because we're going to talk kittens. or we're going to talk about the two kittens yeah. a little later on management stuff and mm -hmm. and just to start off that I can tell you when I brought Buddy into my house at first they had met somewhere else which we should go into a little yeah. bit as well they met in a neutral area they both loved each other ran around I was like this is great and then I brought them home yeah. and I didn't put any management in place oh me, the trainer, <laughs> didn't put any management in the place. Well, what but he's I perfect. thinking, yeah. right? And they just kind of um, weren't as sure of each other yeah. in the house. Mm -hmm. And we saw little things coming out, like he would growl at her if he was eating something or he would growl at her if he was on my lap. Mm -hmm. And I just had to go, stop. And I had a couple of trainer friends just to remind me that management is important. Yeah. Yeah. And so we, we created that by um, having some separation, using crates, um, and it just mellowed everything out. But and you feel better, right? And I felt better. Yeah. I felt like I didn't have to be watching them yeah. every single moment of the day. Mm -hmm. So management things, when you bring that other dog into the house, after they've done a nice introduction in a neutral place that, you know, and most shelters allow you to do that, which is yeah. awesome uh, to have a little greeter rescues allow that so they can meet each other beforehand. Um, but when you bring them into the house, have your management set up. Yeah. So what are the management things? Well, for your two kittens so that you brought many, in recently. <laughs> so many. So, you know, the difference with cats is they can jump over stuff. Yes. And get, well, these guys were teeny kittens, so they were getting through gates. Um, and I tried to follow the, the, the two barrier rule. So there was either always a pen and a baby gate. So it was slow enough that if a kitten got through towards the dogs, I could catch on them. Um, or the dogs were on leash when we were doing our initial greeting and the kittens were behind the gate. So two barriers of safety. Just remind everybody who's in your house already before you brought the two kittens in. Yeah, so older male cat, who my female cat passed away, and I thought, oh, Jackson's so sad. His best friend is gone. I'll get him two boy kittens. <laughs> Not knowing much about cats, that's just been a learning experience. So Jackson's spending a lot of time outside. He's accepting them. He doesn't love them. I'm, I'm hopeful, though. Um, and then the four dogs. And... One of the dogs with huge chase drive, who has killed many rodents and chases cats that come in the yard that aren't our cats, uh, Mick, has been, ironically, the easiest one. Because in the home, he just relaxes. Ah. The hardest one has been Neve, the rat terrier chihuahua mix, because she loved to play with my old female cat, Callie. And so she's trying to get the kittens to play. And I have hours of video of her bouncing around. I say, it's like West Side Story. And she's like... <laughs> dancing. Want to play now? Want to play now? And they just keep swatting her and they just miss. And she's like, oh, okay. Want to play now? She just doesn't have an off button. Oh. So she's had the one I have to watch the most Yes, uh, because she doesn't know how to let them just be. be. So your management then is you did the double, the double, double gates. everything. Yeah. Yes. Kitty's in the bedroom. Yes. Um, so because I have to have a door to close because they it quickly got over anything that I constructed. So they have their own safe haven. But then each day I would take them out and do a little bit of relax on the mat with the dogs, licking a lick mat, relax on the mat with the cats. And I had no idea you could train a cat on the mat. Uh, Emma and I are taking this class. Well, we've actually almost finished it. Yes. Unchased. And we learned the unchased protocol. Uh, and the instructor had said to us, Alexa Davison, you know, cats can relax on a mat. I thought, you can't train a cat to do anything. No way. Um, you can. I have great video. So 
so they're they're in their own room. If I'm home, they're behind the gates. Um, I also bought a cat tree, and the cat tree is next to one of the gates, so that um, they have a way to get up and over the gate quickly if they need to. And there's a bench there, so that if Neve starts to play chase, and she's really playing in her mind, yes. But if they get nervous, they can go up the cat tree and just get that height. That's great, yeah. and you know, and we work a lot with. Uh, introductions with dogs and cats you do so well now you do right <laughs> you've got yeah. good experience now but it's always the case we can't just come in there and look at the dog right and just say what can we do for the dog we have to make sure that we're looking after the cat as well so if you have an existing cat yes there's stuff like that creating a space that's just theirs creating high spaces where they can jump to away from the dog, mm -hmm. a baby gate that they can go over as yeah. long as they stay over there. Right, right. You, might have yeah. to, you might have to do double baby gates on yes. top of each other to block a door. Um, but that all of that is uh, amazing management, like a crate, mm -hmm. even a crate even for the kittens when you're doing introductions. Yeah, I did. I had a did. giant extra large crate. Oh, that's that good. they were in. Um, because I had to keep them safe from Jackson, the boy cat. Yeah. Because he could jump anything, right? So, yes. Um, you just have to be sure. And cat introductions to dogs, it can take a while. It's you we, went. You actually. I'm went still faster. doing it. Yeah, yeah but, it went but, faster than I thought. But yeah. we're still. I still don't leave them all together. Exactly. If I'm not paying attention. And when they, if there's existing cats, it can take even longer mm -hmm. for them to go. Yeah. Okay, you're all right in the house. So we yeah. want to make sure we give them time. Um, we've got like great stuff that we know now about putting cat litter boxes in yeah. there and their sort yeah. of enrichment and stuff like that, that, yeah. that you can do to keep them happy while we're doing a safe introduction. Um, but then back to a little bit more of the management stuff, if we have another dog coming in, feeding in different areas Absolutely. so they're not right beside each other mm -hmm. until until we can kind of figure out are they comfortable around each other and stuff like that. Same or treating. Right, give yeah, treats. treats. Put the put a treat in in both ends and give separately, With so they're space, not right yeah. face to face. Mm -hmm. That's really good. Uh, sleeping yep. too can be. That's a great thing for the crate. That's what I'm doing now. I actually have my little dog in a ginormous crate. It's like almost a great day in crate. <laughs> But that's his sleeping space at yeah. night, just so that, uh, again, I'm thinking about uh, my older dog, who knows if she's older than him or not, really, but she's the bigger dog. The former, um, yeah. Yeah, the former dog. So um, she likes to sleep in a lot of places. She starts downstairs, and then she comes up in the middle of the night and sleeps beside the bed. So I want her to have her option to be able to get into that bed if she wants to come up. So right, right now, it's it's for me, it's nicer to have him in, in a crate, and he has his beautiful plush double yeah. double comforter type of bed uh, that's really good so that's really good as well we talked about supervision of play yeah um, I'm gonna toys. jump back into sleep though yes because you made me think of yes. so I have several clients when they added a new dog there was a sleep issue in the night where the resident dog is sleeping in the bed yes and new dog jumps up uh. two or three clients this is it and I love what you're doing. You're you're allowing that resident dog choice, better not, but you're not giving access to the new dog until you're really sure they're comfortable. Um, and a good analogy, right? The very first woman I mentored with, Chris Anderson, talked about adding another dog to your home. This isn't like, you know, being pregnant with a sibling, seeing this happen, this slow thing you're talking about for nine months. This is more like your partner 
comes back from a bar and is like, hey, honey, uh, just so you know, I'm adding somebody else to our relationship. Oh, dear. Yeah. Yeah. You have no say in this, right? Um, so it's, it's hard. I'd be like, take your bag and exactly, back. Exactly. Okay. So for a lot of dogs, that's a shock. Yes. You know, there's yes. no talk about yes. the new dog coming. And the way that we are so closely connected and bonded with our dogs, it's in some ways, it's not the parent-child relationship. Mm-hmm. For some of us, it's almost like, you know, the dog's the best friend. And now all of a sudden, yes. three of us are going to go to Europe together, not the two of us. And they, <laughs> it, so being really empathetic to that resident dog. I know. It's really, this has been, even as a dog trainer, this has been a really interesting experience with me because when Buddy, the new dog, uh, was showing all those behaviors I was like "Mm, I don't know if this is going to work and you know you may think this is silly but I did say to Kiva Miss Kiva if you don't want him here he doesn't we can we can figure this out but let's because I had I I will say I had he was a foster dog Mm -hmm. so that's why I had that option so not that I was which is a great option a great way to introduce yes yes so I had I had that so I would never if I had adopted him you know, I would have never said I'm bringing it back to the shelter, but yeah. we were in a foster situation. And for some reason, the day after, they just started playing with each other and got really comfortable. Yeah. So I think that initial thing was she was feeling unsure and he was feeling unsure. So we need to give them a little bit of time to adjust to each other as well. Right. Once we've seen that they can get on, yeah, uh, we just needed a little bit of time. And now they're like best buddies. So cute. Three weeks in, they're like best buddies. Yeah. Gosh, and they're all right. so different, right? It's, I, I've got the two cats, August and Elliot, mm-hmm. who are, they look identical. In fact, if they if both their collars fell off, they're black cats. I don't think I could tell who <laughs> no, too. So luckily they're wearing blue and yellow collars. Um, but Elliot is all about me and my lap and any other human in the room. And if one of the dogs is lying down, this kitten goes and lies down next to the dog. It just, it's I'm amazing. Getting, I'm sorry. I'm getting so distracted because... Oh. <laughs> One of the dogs is dreaming right now. <laughs> They're making a lot of noise. They're dreaming about kittens. Like, can you hear that? <laughs> I can't. It's, but I love that sound. Sorry, uh, sorry. So it's right. Um, and then the other kitten, August, is just this parkour. I can't say shit disturber, but he's a shit disturber. Like <laughs> yes. he's the one, the dog sleeping, and he goes up and here I'm so worried about them, and he's swamp that sleeping dog. Or if he's in the hallway and like the doorway and one of the dogs walks through, he's swatting them. So I'm doing all the same behavior mod protocol, right? Yes. All the same desensitization. Oh, smell the cat blanket. Oh, this is where the dog sleep. Yes, yes, yes. But how it can really work differently because like you always say, look at the animal in front of you. In this exactly. case, look at the cat in front of you. And how this was a combination of two new cats with four resident dogs and another cat. Yes. So I can't even do the math for all those, you know, how many different handshakes would be happening if they yes. were introducing each other. But And now where is everybody at in your home? Like who's adjusted like and surprised you? Well, so Elliot the kitten is, it's as if he's always been there. I mean, he's, he knows how to read the dogs. He gives the one space that needs space. He will um, move away if it's like a tight spot in the hallway. Uh-huh. He's, he's incredible. He's just a very socially aware animal I would say and he sees the social roles playing out doesn't ever pester Jackson the older Mm. cat where Augie is all about going to go up in Jackson's face Jackson's eating and he'll come in and try to eat he's missing some social cues yes (laughs) so um they're all out when I'm home but I always have one eye on them and when I leave kittens away kittens away Mm -hmm. yeah 
Yeah, just to just to be safe, and you know, there's cameras you can get that are just twenty dollars that yeah. you can get a camera and have an app for it. Yeah, if when you're at that stage where you're making that transition of them just being sort of on their own and Good you want to see what they're doing, yeah, you can kind of keep a look at it. And even you don't even need to go out and buy the twenty dollar camera. You can do it on Zoom because we all know how to do that now. Set up your computer on Zoom. I never thought of that. And then, that's so funny. And then yeah. mute mute yourself so mm-hmm. that your dog or your cats don't hear you and then just uh, walk out for a little while and just see what they get up to I mean like this is this is a great thing if you're working on building independence with with your dog anyway right you can do it that way but just to see how the two dogs or four dogs or yeah. how many dogs are in your household or cats yeah. uh, how they're actually doing when you're not there are they just relaxing are they pestering That's each such other a good idea. and then you get a gauge of of what might be going on are they having a party are they like opening all the drinking cabinets and having a drink and yeah opening yeah. the tuna <laughs> um so just i guess just to summarize then what we think people should do if they're thinking about bringing a dog in and learn from definitely my mistakes yeah. that i made at the beginning um and just just our experience of what we we just have right now and yeah. and both of us have smiles on our face because it really is awesome yeah. now that there is some sort of like everybody's kind of going, okay, this is it. Yeah. We, we're in here and we can... It's copacetic. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're all doing great and we know the routine and we know how it works. Yeah. It's just, it's it's such a joy. I'm, I'm glad so I pushed fun. through a little bit because yeah. I was unsure for a little bit of whether she really wanted another dog in the house, even though I felt like she did. Mm-hmm. And now I know she does because uh, she just is so happy when she sees Aww. him. You know, and I have this, the sad guilt of um, I thought Jackson wanted another cat in the house. He probably wanted an old female and I brought in two little boys. Uh, but there's moments where he's coming up and connecting with them and uh, I'm giving him special time. So when the kittens are in the bedroom, I make sure he gets extra petting. He gets his own cat, wet cat food, and and I and I think there's a there's a, another piece to that too that he had a a sister mm-hmm. that passed, and he saw so, it. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. that you know absolutely so true. There's so much, and we're going to do a podcast on on just our dogs yeah. uh, passing because that's that's close to our hearts. Our cats passing, mm-hmm. animals in general. But we have to look at that dynamic too. Right. If you are bringing another animal into the house, is it because, or soon after, uh, another dog or cat has passed in the house? And what's their emotional state? Right. Because they really do show that. But That's, I won't get into that yeah, now because yeah, we're, no, we're a gonna... great point. Yeah. And then yeah. another interesting part of this is I got the kittens when both my girls were away at college. Um, and I'm hoping my older daughter doesn't listen to this podcast because she came home for a weekend and wanted nothing to do with the kittens. Oh no! Because she feels like I got them too soon, and you know, yeah. so it, it, it's also the other people in the home. That's you know, she's true. not necessarily in my home, but there's. But a, she's a grieving of, too. She, she's grieving too, and so it felt fast. Yeah. So yeah. she's not um, showing a lot of love towards the kittens right yes. now, and it's it's a lot of different people. There's to think a lot about. of emotions, mm-hmm. like like. When we had our past two dogs, the first dog, definitely my husband's dog, loved, loved him. And I brought the second dog in and I was, I could tell you it took a couple, of, like he liked him. Yeah. But I think it took a couple of years for him to love him. Yeah. You know, so, so we want to make sure everybody in the house is yeah. like, is good with it too. It's right. But, or can build on it. But anyway, back to those little steps we yes, think everybody should management. take. So, important. so let's start with, uh, Fine. deciding whether it's a good fit for you, mm-hmm. right? And in a neutral place. 
in a neutral place, but making sure it's a good fit for your dog as well. Right. Or cat, mm -hmm. whoever is the existing animal in the house. Neutral place for the introductions. Mm -hmm. If you have somebody that's like from the shelter or whatever that can watch the that introduction and tell you what's going on or a rescue. You can even I've had people, you know, reach out to me just for a session to do that. Exactly, and that's really yeah. good. And I was gonna say if it's not from from a rescue that does that, or if you're coming coming from a breeder. Yeah. You could have just a friend help you with that introduction, maybe in a backyard or something yeah. like that. So that if, even I have had my brother's dog come visit us and we go for a walk yes, first. Yes, I love that. So a nice little neutral kind Parallel of getting walk. to know. Yeah, and not letting them meet right away on leash, just doing some exactly. walking and then it Letting them know, to get to know each other. Your management, making sure actually no food bowls are sitting out. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I say no toys out to begin yeah. with because I just don't know what right? the situation is. And just let them get to know each other. Yeah. And then you can slowly introduce toys and stuff like that. But feed separately. Yeah. Gates in, in those tight spaces. Um, I, my When I used to board dogs, those hot spots, like coming in from the yard to the house or when yes. everybody's in the house is going to go out to the yard. Um, having that a nice, slow exit and entrance and that having a gate in front of a door can really help with that or an x-pen in front of a door so that there's not that arousal up moment of boom, boom, boom. and then somebody bumps somebody and which then you also probably saw when you arrived here today yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so just thinking about you know in your home are there hot spots that's good and yeah. then remember crates are an awesome thing mm -hmm. Uh, even just even like a Kong in a crate where they're separated yeah. and one has it outside, one has it inside. It's great yeah. for that. Yeah, and doing that relaxed down. That's Emma yes. I learned so much in the class. And, and the little licky mats, I had never used a licky yeah, mat really licky for that. Yeah, licky mats are awesome. Because they're yeah. so accessible. Yes. Some dogs, if they're nervous or they're worried about somebody else getting their food, it's hard. The, the Kong takes some work. I love it. it does. But the lick mat takes no work. And again, we're talking about separate. Separate, not, like, not but, you separate. know, on either side of the baby gate. Or yes. in my case, it was the, a dog on leash with the lick mat behind the baby gate and mm -hmm. then the kittens down the hall with the lick mat. And it can be, yeah, it can be that distance. It's, it doesn't, because we say on either side of the baby gate doesn't mean right. they're like right up <laughs> nose to nose. It's like, yeah, 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 they're a little distance away. Or dragging a leash too, sorry to interrupt. Dragging, yeah, you well, know, that's for, good. For a new dog with a harness. Yes. Cut the handle off. And um, so that way, if there is a scuffle, you can just step on that leash, or you know, and get a, get a, you have a little bit of management with mm -hmm. that. So that's awesome. So I think that is where we'll leave it. And you know, I hope this helps you think about those things you might be thinking about if you're thinking about bringing in another animal to your home. Yeah, we may um, have just added a lot more things yeah. for you to think about, but it's good. Rather now, but than it's good. Yeah. We kind of overthink. We yeah. we always say, you know, it would be even easier for us to go for a walk if we didn't know what we know oh, because absolutely. we're watching everything and thinking <laughs> yeah. about everything. Yeah. So we hope if you're thinking about bringing another animal into your home, that uh, this will help you and know that it is if you can think about all those things beforehand and get yourself set up in the right way then it's going to be just such a wonderful experience oh, so i four dogs three cats no regrets yes and now i have two dogs mm -hmm. one big one small oh. and i'm just so so happy so happy so much love yes all right till next time Thanks for tuning in today and hope you'll join us for our next episode. You can reach Emma at ecdogtraining.com or on Instagram at ecdog underscore training and Kirsten at kwhappydogs.com or on Facebook at kwhappydogs. Don't forget to hit subscribe. See you next time.